I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. At Capella University, You'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. This isn't your average business podcast, and he's not your average host. This is the James Altucher Show. I can't stand small talk. Like if I'm in a, all the time, actually, I'm in situations, whether it's like a meeting or a conference or a party for some cause or whatever, and I'm just standing there and I don't really like small talk. Like, like, oh, how did the Patriots do in football last weekend? Or what'd you do today? Or things like that. But I do think questions and curiosity are a great way to get to know people. Like Robin, when we meet new people and I start asking a lot of questions, you always say, "Uh oh, he's going into podcast mode. Like, Mm -hmm. it's almost like you have to explain my behavior. Like I'm doing something wrong. Oh, he's a podcast. I think it's great. Don't worry. He's asking so many questions. He's a podcaster. But I legitimately get really curious and maybe I do go into podcast mode or maybe when I'm in doing a podcast, I go into curiosity mode that Mm -hmm. I normally like to do. Like I like to find out about people. And I've spent a lot of time going on Quora over the years. Quora is that Q&A website. Mm -hmm. I think I'm like the fifth or sixth most followed person on Quora, even though I haven't posted there in in years. But there's another writer who was always really great, who always posted on Quora all the time. Her name's Dushka Zapata. And she always had like interesting answers. And I saw she posted something on Facebook where she says, questions I love asking someone that I'm getting to know. Like if you're on a date or you meet a new friend or someone at a party. These are questions she asks to get to know someone better. So Jay and Robin, I want I think these are great questions that she puts. So she, she has on her Facebook post. So I'm going to ask you guys, and, and I'll answer also for me, some of these questions because they're all great questions. The first question she asks, which is an interesting one, is what do you do on Sunday afternoons? Robin, you're going to go first? Or you want to think about it first? Uh, you shouldn't have to think about it. Just like last Sunday, what'd you do? What, uh, I was sick, so. So you like normally have COVID on Sunday afternoons. <laughs> That's what you yeah. do. You like try to like find Sunday some germs. afternoons. I don't know. I guess I'm just catching up, maybe doing laundry or like I don't know, getting I, ready for the week. I think. Well, I think you do stuff around the house do, yeah, and I outside. Do. Like right. You, you garden. Yeah. No. Do you? No, I don't. But I just manage things. So I don't even know if you. I don't even. Do we have a garden? Yeah. Oh, we do. What, what's growing? I just in? have to manage the what's going on in the house. Sometimes it. We but have how do you relax? Something. How do you enjoy yourself on Sunday afternoons? Um, I go on like you know my ancestry. I do some research on my ancestry. Oh, so yeah. I like that. Yeah, you so do that's that. That's relaxing to me. So sometimes I would say I could answer for both of us on that. Is that we often? I like to binge watch TV and Sunday afternoons yeah, is I like, like a good time too. to do that while also reading or preparing for stuff right. and. I like playing chess on a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. so I'll go online, play chess, or watch some chess mm-hmm. videos. I don't really like going outside. Like a lot of people like to go out on a Sunday afternoon. I'm fine just like staying yeah. in the house. Well, if the horse was closer, I'd go out and ride. If the horse is too far away. I felt like Sunday, it's a time for you to wind down and then prepare mm-hmm. for, for Monday to work, right? So Sunday, yeah. I would do like laundry. I'll do groceries that right. I just stay at home and then go outside. Because if you get drunk on Sunday, how can you work on Monday? 
Right. I like what that is, too. What I is prepare. this word that you guys are using? Laundry? What is that? Laundry, yeah. it's sometimes, you know, when you wear something yeah, and, and get you get dirty, wash it. you just put it in the machine. It gets dirty. I don't think James even knows where the where the washroom is in the house. I think it's upstairs. Okay, that's true. Yeah. I think See, I think I knew. I think James thing that that's a magic genie that that lives yeah, in your house. He like he would just toss the shirts on the on the floor yeah. and then sometimes just disappear and yeah. the next day it just appear clean. It's true. You know? That's what happens. <laughs> Every, now everybody who listens to this podcast knows <laughs> my hygiene habits. But you know, that's why this is a good question, actually. Because on a Monday afternoon, people are working. They're doing their work. Sunday afternoon is when, yep. like for me, that's when you really can indulge in your interests and things you love. Sure. Like you, you, you said, mm-hmm. you know, you like doing the genealogy stuff. Right. Like, uh-huh. And you, you don't just like look up like who is in your family. You like research the history so you right. know all this like Revolutionary War history and, and getting in touch with all my relatives too. Yeah, I, I sort of correspond with people. Yeah, and and yeah. Jay, what do you do? What, what what fun thing do you do on a Sunday afternoon? I feel like you watch Star Wars movies. I, I do. <laughs> it's funny. So I do watch movie on a Sunday morning. Like you every know, Sunday morning, you say, "Okay, what movie am I going to watch?" Yeah, because uh, when I was younger, right, Sunday morning is a cartoon, right? Oh, yeah, cartoon oh, that's Sunday so morning. Funny. So it's sort of built like the habit. So Sunday morning, I'm just like. You know, make my breakfast, and then we just sit down and then look on the Apple TV. Like, what should I watch? Uh, maybe Ahsoka, uh-huh. or maybe Star Wars, or maybe Batman. Maybe <laughs> you know, like some scary movie. That's why we still think you're like 21. I don't know, 20. I, well, what are your favorite so Apple Plus TV shows? Ooh, Severance. Uh, Severance was good. Severance. Severance. Remember, we watched that with the high concept. They're working. You get to uh, basically detach from oh, all your memories right, right. Well, during the workday. Yeah, we yeah. we finished that though. No, it's one. We finished season one. There's definitely a season two. It ended oh. with a cliffhanger. Oh, that's yeah. it was cool. great. Remember, it was yeah. really great. We like that. So good. That was an amazing cliffhanger. Yeah, I'm we waiting consume, for. We consume a lot of TV. <laughs> and TV is great. Like we just watched Hacks on HBO. That was so good. Hacks. Yeah, Hacks. It, it's just really look good. it up. It's good. Okay. White Lotus was good on HBO. Yeah, that was funny. I'm waiting for Squid Games too. Although I'm... I saw the trailer and the main guy wasn't in the trailer. I don't know. I, I, it's it's funny because I can I can never get into Squid Game. But you know, shows like um, Severance and Squid Games are very high concept, low character. Not really low character, but like not as much as a as a drama where it's really driven by the character. So so Squid Games and Severance would almost survive without any one of the characters. That's right. true. So it's it's driven by the concept. Yeah. Which sometimes I don't like those because I like character driven more. Either. But these shows have evolved to the point where there are good characters we, in it. I want Hijack to come back. Hijack was great. And then we watched, what, yeah. what did we watch last night? It was so, that's my favorite. Uh, I already forgot what we watched yes, well, last you night. You know, it's the movie. Did you guys watch a movie I totally last forgot what we watched. My, I'm, I'm going to have dementia. It's so good. What you're learning about me is my well, dementia. I, that means we both have it because I can't remember. Um, What's it about? Equalizer. Oh, yeah. Equalizer. Uh, Equalizer 3. Which one? It's Three? Just, oh, this just came, it's out? came out. so, so good. good. I haven't watched it, but I saw the trailer. It was so good. It's uh, with uh, Denzel, uh, Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington. Yeah. Oh, Although so I will good. say the Bob Odenkirk uh, thriller. What was that one that just came out recently about the a year one? ago where he's like fighting people? Who? Bob oh. Odenkirk. You know, he was in Breaking Bad. Oh, Better Call yeah. Saul. Oh, that was good too. What was not he name? Right, oh, was it the, the? I love those kind of movies. Like but, he, but he's like, like a spy, right? Or, or yeah, something? yeah, yeah. But it's sort of like there's it's, two types of movies like that where yeah. you have like the Bourne movies, Equalizer movies, Jack Reacher, which we're gonna have Lee Child on the podcast, yep. the guy who wrote uh, the, uh-huh. the Jack Reacher stuff. But um, the Bob Odenkirk one was interesting because he, unlike, um, mm. and what's the Keanu Reeves one, uh, John Wick. Yeah. It yes. was so much better than John Wick, I think. Yeah, yeah. But all of those, the main character, like take Jason Bourne. Yeah. It's like he never loses a fight. He knows yeah. every martial art. He's like perfectly trained and honed. He's like a killing machine. And, and the same thing with all of these movies. That's like the, that's the genre. But I think that's what I liked about the Bob Odenkirk one, which I'm going to look up the name of that movie right now. So I want to uh, make a list of things that you can, you can talk to people about. Because we just had a 20-minute conversation about what movies we're watching. <laughs> oh, oh, it was called Nobody. Oh, yes. Oh, Nobody. that is yep, so yep. good. And it, what, was, what to me was great about that is he actually gets hurt. Yep. So yeah. he's, it's an equalizer where he gets hurt. He's the underdog. Like Denzel yeah. Washington, he just, and I'm not giving anything away, he mm-hmm. just can't, it's like, it's like Jason Bourne. Oh, Jason Bourne so never good. really gets hurt. That, Even if they're shot, somehow, 
Like mm-hmm. they just mm-hmm. pull, they pull the bullet out with their teeth <laughs> yeah. and they're in pain, but they know how to, they know they're like surgeons on themselves. Like they could, they could basically perform surgery on themselves right. and not feel pain. Yeah. So right. that's, that's why I called it overpowered. Like like the the main characters yeah. are overpowered, just can never die. We yeah, well, they're like superheroes you know without being superheroes. It's like a yeah. super, it's like the superhero yeah. genre without them like being bitten by a radioactive spider. Yeah. So, uh, right. but okay. But I think the good thing about this question is it does, like you say, it has it, it mm-hmm. leads to other questions and so on. So okay, the next question, Dushka Sapata, and I encourage everybody to wait. Watch. What was the first one? What do you do on a Sunday afternoon? Oh, okay. Second one is wow, what? Was- what are you reading? What am I reading? Uh, Instead of Instagram or TikTok, <laughs> which, by the way, okay, you know, no, no, I'm, I'm agreeing. Like, like, social media does. You only have so much time to devote to reading, and so every second you're on social media, you could have been reading a great book. Although I will say, mm-hmm. a lot of books are not as great as people right. think, and sometimes there are things on social media that are very artistic and and beautiful. It reminds me of like TV. For for decades, people were TV snobs. Oh, mm-hmm. we're not going to allow TV in our house. But we just described all these TV shows and, and movies. They're like works of art, like the best writers. Yeah. Not always, but many of the best writers out there are working mm-hmm. on TV shows. Like, you know, and now I, we can't remember any TV show we ever watched. <laughs> but Severance but. is great. Severance is great. It's a work of art. Yeah. Oh, The Morning Show. The Morning Show oh, is, do is you a like great it? show. Yes. Yeah. I, I watched the first season, but I didn't finish it. I think I've watched until the very last episode. It felt too real. Like I want to watch a TV I know, that's not it? real. You know, it's like it's it's based on yeah. Yeah, it's kind of based on life. a couple of different shows. Like it's, yeah. it, but right, I would right, say right. it's so based very roughly on the Today Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Hacks is kind of very roughly mm-hmm. based on like mm-hmm. the life of Joan Rivers. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, yeah, that's why I like all the superhero movie because I want something that's not realistic. That's why Severance is great. Okay. Yeah, like you sort of able to relate relate to it, but mm-hmm. you know that it's fake. Again, because it's like super high concept. Yeah. Um, whereas uh, other shows, again, are very character driven. We could basically have have this entire discussion oh, yeah. in terms so of that's Denzel the Washington number one movies. Thing to ask people. So, what are you watching lately? But you'll be surprised. <laughs> a lot of people they're like, uh, "No, I'm not watching anything. I'm not watching." Yeah, so then like, you go to number two. There's a real shame, mean? I think, about TV. Like, if you if you admit you binge watch Netflix, instead of saying, "Oh, I'm." Uh, watching works of art, you know, projected onto my TV screen—that's right. not socially acceptable. But okay, what what are you reading? What are you reading these days? There's tons of social media, but I always read uh, read the not Norse mythology by Neil Gaiman. Oh yeah, mm. okay. Yeah, I, I love I, it so much. I'm reading the Bible. The Bible? She, she is, and you know what? Yeah, she's turned me onto it, and it is much more deep and complex mm. than I ever thought. Because I've mm-hmm. I've read, like a when I was a kid, I read the Bible from front to back with like a children's version of it. So I know all the stories, but I didn't really realize the depth of the philosophy. And like many people, I always kind of felt Eastern religions were very philosophical, and and the Bible was very story driven. But now I'm and I'm using here's a use of ChatGPT. I'm saying to ChatGPT, okay, compare this the story of Job in the Bible to the Bhagavad Gita in, you know, Hinduism. And then uh, it's interesting to see how ChatGPT constructs these comparisons. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a use of, of AI for me. But yeah. you are reading that. Yeah. I'm reading... The Proverbs, Proverbs, especially we're doing mm-hmm. it every day because there's 31 Proverbs. So each, like the day, it's the seventh. So we read the seventh chapter of, of yeah. Proverbs. It's interesting because, I, you know, I just moved, right? I just moved to pretty Christian community. Like every, almost every week, I, w- I would see people talk about Christianity, mm. and then they were, and they were explaining to me like uh, it's funny. So the other day, was it last week? Uh, I was walking my dog, and I saw this uh, lady was reading the ancient history of Israel. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is interesting book. Like, who would pick up an ancient history about Israel? Sure. And I asked her like, why do you read that? She's like, well, it's closer to the Old Testament. Yeah, or like, the Dead Sea Scrolls. I have a book yeah. of the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah, so that's interesting too. But those are that's specifically historical mm-hmm. around the time of Jesus because that's when they were supposedly sure. written. And But the history of Israel, there's so many different, I mean, basically right near Israel where Iraq is, is the supposed Garden of Eden. But Israel itself has been ruled yeah. by so many different like empires. You go yeah. from the Israelites, the Hebrews, to mm-hmm. uh, you know the Assyrians, to the Babylonians, to the Persians, to the Greeks, to the Romans, to the English, to what's happening in Israel today yeah. with the, all the wars. Like it's such, 
it's the most war-torn country historically ever, probably. Yeah. I always wonder why. Like, is it well, just because uh, of religion or is it because yes, it's on the trade route? It's, it's probably because it's, it's not a more, trade route. More re- re- religion. I mean, they're brothers, the Shia and the Sunni. No, no, but but like historically, like why why were the Assyrians and the Babylonians interested in Israel? And and why and when and by the way, Israel itself was an empire when it was, you know, when King David supposedly this is more the mythology of the Bible. It's unclear if this really happened, but Israel was the biggest trading country in the world during the time of King Solomon. Supposedly, we don't really know yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, maybe it has to do with being in the fertile, yeah. you know. Oh, but but yeah. I guess also to get to Egypt from, mm-hmm. I don't even know the geography, so I'm not going to comment. It's right next. It's through Palestinian territory into the into the point of Egypt. It's right there. And right. I guess like for me, what I'm reading is because we, you know, we have three guests on a week usually for a podcast, I'm always reading, like right now I'm reading the next book by... Lee Child and the and Andrew Child in the Jack Reacher series. It's called The Secret. Uh, I'm reading Shane Parrish's book Clear Thinking. I'm going through the latest version, of the, the the new version, the ten year anniversary edition of The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And then for myself personally, I'm trying to, you know, journey on this quest towards regaining my chess mastery. So I'm always reading chess books, and I'm reading one really great novel called Ultra Luminous. By oh. Catherine Faw, who's a, a who's a really skin. great writer. I have to say, Airbnb has changed my life. I just love staying in Airbnbs. Like in about a month. I'm going to Cocoa Beach, which is right next to Cape Canaveral. I'm going to watch some rocket launches. I'm going to, of course, be staying in a very nice Airbnb on the beach. And it's just such a great experience. Like the whole world is available to us now because of Airbnb. But whenever I'm at an Airbnb, I always realize, you know, I the home that I left to come to this Airbnb, I could be making money on that right now by hosting... And, and being an Airbnb myself. So, and I've known people, I had a friend who basically, you know, made a living from turning his home into an Airbnb. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you do have an Airbnb there. And it's an e- it can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The famous Abraham Lincoln quote says, good things come to those who wait. I wonder, did he really say that? Jay, did he really say that? Can you look that up? Regardless of who said it, that's only part of the quote. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Well, if you're a business owner and want the best people on your team, the same applies. And listen, I've interviewed 1,500 people now and a lot of entrepreneurs. I can safely say the one thing consistent among all entrepreneurs and CEOs, the, the successful ones, is that it's all about the people you surround yourself. You, if you hire well, you're going to have a great business. And you know, thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring. So you find qualified candidates fast. This is so important and I I want you to try it. You could try it as a potential employer or employee. You could try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, if you're hiring, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I will tell you that I signed up on ZipRecruiter as a potential employee. You know, I just wanted to see how it works. And right away, it started matching me with really amazing potential employers. So give it a try at ZipRecruiter.com slash James. Let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash James to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
next question. Who do you miss? Who do I miss? I don't think I have missed anyone. Do you oh, miss your parents? I miss Robin. <laughs> oh. I miss well, you're right here. You don't miss her. Yeah. Uh, but do you miss your parents? They're in Malaysia. I think I did because, like, once in a while, I would dream about my parents. Yeah. Yeah, and then I dream about my, especially recently, I dream, I dream about my grandparents, and they both passed away for a couple oh. of years now. I'm like, why are they like trying to come back and tell me something? Mm. You know how Asian are always superstitious. Did you spend a lot of time with your grandparents when you were younger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I lived. When I was younger, my grandma's the one that sort of raised me because my yeah. parents always working. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like me. Yeah. Well, what would you do with her? Uh, just travel with her. Like we just sometimes we live in like some odd, like my aunt's house with her, and then you know sometimes she would walk me home from school and stuff like that, and school bus and stuff like that. Do you live in like some squalid Malaysian slum? It's it's on a tree. It's like a tree house, and we have to <laughs> climb up. To, no, I'm just joking. It's 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 like a terrace. Uh, not a terrace. Yeah, yeah, terrace, right? Oh, we call it terrace. It's like a, yeah. it's like a, you know, a house and stuff like that. Mm. And, yeah. And Robin, who do you miss? Yeah, I mean, I miss my kids. Yeah. I miss you when you're gone. And I've been traveling a lot lately. Yeah, and I miss my mom when she's gone. Uh, I miss my grandparents, and I miss my friends. I guess most of all, like I probably think every day about how much yeah. I miss my kids because they're yeah. in New York City. Yeah. And, and yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm here. that's the same with me. So yeah, because yeah. your your kids essentially, you know, were two of them, just kind of left the nest yeah. fairly recently. They're in school, but they yeah. come back. They always come okay. back. I still talk to your kids. Uh, I still talk to John all the time. Maybe. Not all the time, but like I would send her like some funny stuff on yeah. Instagram, and she would comment. They're so busy in school, though, you know. So, but this is like these again as a reminder to our mm -hmm. listeners. These are questions you ask to get to know someone better, and I think like. Like Jay, we just learned this huge thing about you that basically your your grandma kind of raised yeah. you, and and we learned a little about Malaysian culture and and so on. So this is and it could lead to other questions and so on. Yeah, this is an interesting next question. When was the last time you lied? Oh, you mean like five minutes ago? <laughs> well, <laughs> on average, people lie four times a day. Apparently, holy shit! So when was the, so you probably did lie at some point today or yesterday? Well, when was the last time you lied? Mm. Uh, Today's probably hard because it's not like you, it's a Sunday or it's a Saturday. So it's not like I've spoken to that many people. Yeah. Um, oh, I think I just lied to someone when I say like, yeah, I live in New York. It was great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a, that, that counts as a lie. So, okay. Why yeah. did you feel compelled to say it was great? And, and by the way, about the way you said that, I'm assuming you think it wasn't great. So another question could be like, why don't you think New York is great? But like, right. what, why did you feel compelled to lie though? Well, because like, and everyone's like, so we were talking about, oh, oh, where do you live? Blah, 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 blah. And then they're like, oh, New York, right? It must be great, right? And then I'm like, yeah, New York is great. So, so, so I don't want, so we're talking to a strangers. I don't want to. But maybe parts of New York you like is great. No, but he lied though. Yeah. You felt like you lied. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I right, lied. He felt he was oh. trying to not basically have a point of contention because I guess people, New York City is one of those cities where you're either religious that it's great yeah. and like obsessed with the fact that it's great or you hate it. Yeah, and also I think, I felt like it's an ego thing, right? Like when people are like, oh yeah, you live in New York City? How was it? You know, when I'm talking mm -hmm. to strangers, right? Mm -hmm. So I have to be like, oh yeah, New York City is great, you know? It's great, mm. but then I'm like, yeah, I have to hustle. I have to pay so much for rent and stuff like that. But when you say that, though, don't they ask, well, then why did you move here yeah. if you think New York City is oh, so I great? Oh, I just like, yeah, because my boss moved down here and I moved here. Oh, like I forced you. No, no, it's just like I, I moved <laughs> my because My evil slave-driving <laughs> boss. Yeah, like, like so, so, so let's say, right, Robin, like, so let's say let, you live in New York before. Like, if a stranger just walk up to you, like, oh, yeah, you live in New York for like however oh, much years? Like, ask James what I say. Oh, what did, she, what did she say? Well, yeah, what do you say? Well, most of the people you talk to probably don't like New York. I don't care. I just no. say I did not like it. See, I think New York City is great for a lot of reasons, but I look, I thought in my, I, I'm not, I hate talking about this article, but in that article, I say New York City is great, but these are problems that are going to happen, which are now happening, mm -hmm. and we should try to avoid them, which everybody chose. Then what I really grew to hate about New York was the reaction a lot of people had towards me. But in general, I like the fact that New York City is a great walking city. I like the fact that, you know. I don't really miss anything. There's a lot of opportunities no. there. Um, although the good thing about all this remote work stuff is that the opportunities 
of New York City and San Francisco and LA and other major cities has dispersed now through the country mm. because people have moved. Like everybody I know, many of the people, I would say 80% of the people I knew in New York City have moved right. or at least gotten you know, temporary other homes elsewhere and seem to be permanently staying there. Well, I, I guess when I say it's great because I don't want to disappoint them. And then it was great when, like when I was there, when I was doing a bunch of stuff, I'm like, it was great then. But when I, in retrospect, mm-hmm. it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of hard you know work I mean? to live in New York. Like yeah. if you're not there yeah. for the money. And, and it's expensive. It's, it's dirty. Expensive. Yeah. It's expensive. It's crowded. It's dirty. There's crime. There's rats everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And it's smells. on top of other people. Like oh. you're constantly on top of people, even though like you pay. And they're not nice, most of the yeah. people. Uh, even, <laughs> it's I mean, miserable. Yeah. And even if you pay like a lot of money to rent a place, you're still going to be stacking on top of other people. It's not like yeah. you have your own but, place. But I do, I do think... It's a great city. And just like, yeah. you know, when, you know, I don't know, Rome was sacked and eventually rebuilt itself I 500 like years later, I think New York City will eventually come back. Robin, when's the last time you lied? I was just thinking about that. I mean, I really honestly can't remember. I think I was probably young. The last time you lied? Yeah, I don't like liars. And I really, really honestly try to be honest and I don't lie. Yeah, and I But sometimes to... lies are subtle, like not a big lie. No, I don't even lie. I have a real big problem. And you and I talked about this. Yeah. When people say white lies, those to me are real lies. But, but even even there are lies that are like not even – like, okay, like I what? lied about 20 minutes ago. And I'll you tell did? you what. Yeah, I told you a tweet that was trashing me. It called me various names, Yeah. right? But because I didn't want to get bad into it, I combined two tweets – as one tweet to describe this this tweet. It was actually a set of tweets this guy made about me, calling me Hitler or whatever. And I combined things he said in multiple tweets so I didn't have to really describe like multiple well, tweets. You didn't really, you just said tweeted. So I don't yeah, know. so okay, like, but that, that, that's like kind of half life. Is it? Yeah, because oh. I just, I didn't say it was multiple tweets. I said, oh, this is, a, I basically said it was a tweet. I don't have to say like Robin's very honest, like very straightforward too. Yeah, yeah. I really, I don't really, have a problem telling people my real feelings. Yeah, yeah, because like sometimes I'm like, oh, hey, Robin, how do you feel about this, this, like this, this scene or like this, this set of this, yeah. this, uh, this set? Robin would be like, no, nah, I don't like this. It's not like this is great, but you know. Yeah, and see, I it's good because like my kids, I think I feel like are like that too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I talk, you know, I talk to John. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your he's kids like, are super he's honest. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And like I, Sarah, super probably. honest. Lily, I mean, like I, I don't. I just don't like, um, you know, that type of person I, that just says something just to appease you. And right. so my kids look, aren't like that. So I, they're a good reflection of me. I, I agree. Look, I feel like in terms of major lies, I feel like it's been decades yeah. s- since I was trying to make someone else happy <laughs> and, yeah. and, and thus lying. Although maybe not true. Like I think in between marriages before I met you, Robin, mm-hmm. I probably, you know, let's say, dated some people that I might have disagreed with on things, yeah. but I wouldn't really say something. So there, yeah. those are sort of like lies of silence. Because uh, you didn't feel probably comfortable with it. I mean, when you, or I was insecure. Like see, I was probably insecure and I it's wanted an them to like me. It's an insecure way. That means that you are insecure when you do have to lie to make people like you. You feel like, oh, yeah. if I don't say the truth, then they're not going to like If If I say the truth, they're not going to like me. See, I, I, feel like, I feel like that all the time. You know, I, I, I felt like I but won. But people can see through your you doing that. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it's, it's, it's a self, what, what do you call it? It's like a, like a self-aware thing. Like, I want people to like me, you know, so I want to. Sure, but they know. would like you more if you were just yourself. I think it's different than Robin. Like, I don't think a lot, I think some people, they, they want to listen they want to listen to the right thing that's coming out from your mouth. Right. Some they people. Want, they want to listen people. to the echo yeah, chamber. Yeah. But, but no, then yeah, the question yeah. is, why do you want to even talk to them? See, I, I, I do not talk like that. Yeah, exactly. No, I but, won't talk to those people yeah. or I won't say anything. Right. I'll just listen because See, I could say something that they don't like, but I just... Yeah, yeah. yeah Robert could definitely say things that <laughs> they don't like. But I would say that's the thing. You, one good way to avoid lying is to, you not know, you, there's that saying, you're the average of the five people you spend time with. Just don't spend time with people you feel that you need to lie to. Or That's why I moved down to Georgia. Or there there's a go. saying, if you can't say something nice, don't say something at all. So if you can't yeah, say yeah. something truthful, don't say anything at all. There you go. Right. So, okay, next question. How many really good friends do you have? Ooh, 
I, think, I we we always wonder about this on the podcast. Actually, I always yeah. ask the guests. Yeah, I think I only have two. Like, so what what constitutes a, a really close friend? Yeah, that's that's how to define. Okay, it's, maybe I would define it as someone I could call anytime, ask for any kind of help, and, and vice versa. And I can be totally honest with about like what's going on in my head and what's mm. bothering me. Mm. And, I think and I have, vice versa. Everything's vice versa. I think I have one or two. One is in Singapore and one is in Jersey. Yeah. And also the, you, you enjoy being spending time with them. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. could be silent with them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, definitely, definitely my friends in Singapore for sure. Because like if I do something bad, like he would call me out right away. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. You know, yeah. And and how many really good friends do you have? I'd other say than me? maybe ten. Ten? Oh, That's okay. a lot. Yeah. I would say three or four. Mm-hmm. You guys are a lot more social than I. I feel like I'm social, but I keep everyone. Well, we're at older than you, so we've like, collected friends. Yeah, you kind of have archaeological layers of friends. Right, yeah. but but the thing is, like, didn't they didn't they have this like a saying that like you have, let's say you have you can make like a hundred friends friends when you're in school. And then when you hit your thirties and forty, and most of them are just left, are gonna left you, right? Yeah, but that's why you don't have. A, I have a lot of friends. We have a lot of I, social friends. Uh, yeah, right? but, I, but like people that you would actually tell your, you know. But and I have a lot of good. I have a lot of like friends that I really like. But you wouldn't like ask them to. I wouldn't call necessarily say, all of them at like four in the morning and say, "Right, I need I'm, help." I'm, Can I? Yeah. I'm suffering from a heroin overdose. <laughs> Come pick me up at this hotel in in whatever the ghetto. <laughs> Atlanta. Oh my God. So, uh, uh, James wouldn't have any friends after that. Do you get along with your exes? No. I didn't talk to them. I, well, only one, but I didn't talk to them as much. They are exes I, for some reason. Yeah. I, other than I don't the get mother along of with my your children. Exes. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, other than the mother of my children, I talk to zero of my exes. Right. And what and about you? You don't talk to her either. Yeah. But what about you? Well, mine have passed away. My, but you've like had more exes away. than that. Well, I mean, like I don't, I don't talk to my ex. I mean, my my old boyfriend. I don't talk to my old boyfriend. Yeah. Um, also, you probably have nothing to talk to them about. Yeah, that's yeah, just I mean, it. Like no, that's no the reason why they're exes. Yeah, <laughs> so you yeah. run out of things to say and do and want to do with them. Yeah, yeah and uh, yeah, I, I generally didn't talk to my. Uh, I think I I think I learned a hot way that. Hard way that uh, got humiliated by one of them. I'm like, yeah. Would you would you go out with somebody who always hung out with her exes? No, Mm-mm. no. That's weird. No, that's a red. That's a red flag right there, right? I think that's weird. I, weird I do too. But why flag. is that a red flag? I think there. That's a little well, bit. Okay. Like so I let, wouldn't like it because I'd be instance, afraid she'd you, sleep you, with you, them. You, yeah. For instance, with your ex, like okay. she's, she's calling you. Why would why would like she wants a husband, but without being a wife, right? It's like that's my husband. You're yeah. talking to my husband. Yeah, she shouldn't be, um, you know, acting like your wife. Well, right? Like, I, why I, she, I agree. She, I would not. I would not go out with somebody who's like hanging out with her exes all the time. Right? Yeah, because like, what if they relapse? Right? Yeah. And one then, one time weird. I was dating someone who she really wanted me to get along with her most recent ex, and she had just left him. And he basically, we're all hanging out, and he got drunk and basically tried to beat me up. So <laughs> that wasn't oh fun. Gosh, so just in general. Okay, that's a big red flag. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah. yeah. I wish I had taken it, but it's more of a red flag. <laughs> yeah. That relationship survived a few months. Um, yeah, like, like if, you, if you get along with their access, you feel like you're third willing. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I mean? Well, it's a, it's a. What do they call it? A trifecta or something like that. Yeah, a, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm. It's just plain and simple. If they're hanging out with their ex, I'm gonna be jealous that they're gonna end up sleeping with yeah. their ex in a period when they're having an argument with me. Yeah. And that might be insecurity on my part. I'm not really a jealous person, but that what it's not necessarily jealousy. Like that is what happens. So yeah, I have so, seen that. I have seen enough movie and rom com that that happens. It happens in every single rom com, <laughs> and it's so what? annoying. You can't. They can't even in a rom com. They can't even be friends with someone from the opposite sex, or they're definitely sleeping with that person. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If they have a if they have a, a a boyfriend and and a best friend, they're sleeping with both in the movie. Yeah. So that's why I like rom com.
I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. At Capella University, You'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Where did you go on your last trip? Denver. L.A., Denver. Mm. Oh, yeah. You spoke at Podcast Movement. In, yeah, it was great. In Denver. Mm. Yeah, Denver. Uh, not uh, It's... Specifically in fame. Aurora, Aurora, Colorado. It's it's a land of, it's a land of nothingness. <laughs> but it's nothing did, there. But you you enjoyed it though. You met a lot of people. Oh yeah, met a lot of people. Chat with a lot of people. Met like some new friends. Uh, yeah, and uh, putting the James Altucher show's name out there. Yeah, you know I mention it all the time. That's why I don't speaking. have to speak at podcast conferences anymore. You're speaking <laughs> at the podcast conferences. Yeah. And Robin, where was your oh, last? It trip? was, I believe, it was in California with you. And Jay. Oh, yeah. Oh, we oh, went yeah. to... Um, Wait, do you not go to Amsterdam with James? No, no she didn't go to I, Amsterdam. Uh-uh. Oh. You let me go to Amsterdam all by myself. So yeah. I was taking a walk with these guys. Mm-hmm. And um, my friend Dirk, who's the editor of uh, New and Chess, mm-hmm. he was like saying, oh... And he, he was just being very sincere. He's like, you know, the architecture in the red light district is very interesting. You want to walk mm-hmm. by it? And I could... Because mm-hmm. he's from there. He said mm-hmm. I could point out all these different things. Sure. And I said, no, I've got this Find My Phone app on my phone, <laughs> and if I walk through there, my wife will see what is he doing walking in the red light district and like stopping at different buildings. What did he say? Slowly, uh, he and there was one other person with us laughed. Like that's funny because so, you're right. But they didn't question. I, I, I know that they didn't area. question. Is that a little weird that your wife spy? They didn't question oh, that said, part. Oh, no, he no. did. Oh, okay. I thought they maybe would. They're just like just laughed and like we didn't go. But, wait, wait. Uh, what if James started getting high over there? Yeah. What if I started getting like, high? Right? You know? I mean, I he knows I don't do that. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm there for even chess. if you were walking down the red light district, I mean, I wouldn't. I, I mean, I would. You, oh, you would call like that one time. My the power of my phone went out in Brooklyn, and I was like in the middle of the Brooklyn, just wandering around. But you, and then, and then I was like on the somehow I got I charged my phone in this bodega, and then I got into an Uber, and you were like, "Where were you? And where are you now?" And I thought I was still in Brooklyn, but the Uber had already crossed over into Manhattan, so I have to. I have to over ex- explain. Oh, I I'm in an Uber. I didn't know we'd already crossed because I was talking to you. Anyway, <laughs> you, so you would funny. definitely call that second. It's well, four, it, it would be it would be three a.m. in in no no actually it was only because it was around ten p.m. in Amsterdam. Uh-huh. It was like four p.m. Yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. So you would you would definitely have called right well, that moment. To be fair, in New York City, if your phone went out and no one can track you down. People definitely should call. You know, you never know what's going to happen in New York City. You know, that's like so I crimes. just use it as a as a safety thing with all right. the kids. You know, and you. I yeah, just, just, I need safety. I, like, I, well, I mean, just you see, okay. <laughs> but like, look, you left your phone one time in the Uber. We were able to find oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, in know? England. Like, there's things that's just You've I just always do been able that to track because down my phones. I'm just safety first. You yeah. know, living overseas, I, I'm really aware of everything. This see? show is sponsored by the app Find Your Phone. <laughs> phone Finder by Apple. Yeah. Um, my Remember last trip Amsterdam? Though, we yeah, were, yeah. I my my last really fun too. trip was was Amsterdam, where I observed this uh, I, uh, this uh, very high end chess tournament with all these ex world champions in there, and it was so much fun. Robin should have come with me, but she didn't. And um, but no, uh, you had things to do here. There's mm-hmm. stuff was going on. Yeah. Um, all right, but you know, these are all really good questions to ask someone to learn about them. Like then you yeah. learn their interests, you learn their job, mm-hmm. you learn. Actually, I forgot where did you. Oh yeah, we went to L.A. because we were 
visiting that company. Yeah. And then Vegas. Uh, she didn't go to, oh, I went to Vegas, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But that was for a conference. Yeah, I went from Amsterdam to Las Vegas. Like mm -hmm. probably, how many sin cities are there? There's there's Amsterdam is like a sin city, Las Vegas. And I didn't go to either of them. Yeah. yeah. And New so, York is a sin city too, right? I, I don't know if New York is. Oh, is New yeah. York a city? Like the product of Amsterdam and Las Vegas is like right. vice. Right. You know, it's like, you would think of it that way. Like if you, mm -hmm. what is Amsterdam and Las Vegas known for? Either not you know gambling in Las Vegas, but also let's say prostitution and and you know Amsterdam's known for like drugs and prostitution. Um, what's another sin city like that? Like maybe Bangkok. I don't know. Oh yeah, Bangkok mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Bangkok. That's for prostitution. Mm -hmm. Macau maybe. I don't know. That's kind of high end gambling. Uh, or Monte Carlo. I don't think of that as a sin city, even though it's like gambling. I'm a good kid. I never go to any sin city. That's why I don't know about them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Atlantic City maybe. Um, that's like a really tell us, James. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you know? Yeah, how do you, how do you know? know? I spent the oh, summer in Atlantic City playing poker okay. in 1999. Okay. Summer of 1999. I had a house on Brigantine, and I would go every day to play poker in the Taj wow. Trump Taj Mahal casino. What would you do if money was not an issue? I don't know. I don't know if I would live differently if money was not an issue. You know, like I, 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 I it's weird. So. So I think I got this from my parents and part of the reason why, also because I'm Asian. Like, even if I have like a billion dollars, I would still want to work. Like, yeah. like I, I think I told you guys I this, like, if I don't work, I would get sick. Yeah. Like, I, I feel I the same sick. way. Yeah. It's, it's I weird. have to I do, I have to have something yeah. going on. Yeah, I think it's more like, I mean, Warren Buffett puts it well. You don't want to work in the sense that you always want to do what you love. So you... Mm -hmm. Skip all the way to to work, and if, it, mm -hmm. if you're doing what you love, it's not really work. So, right. like, why would your life change just because of money? Ideally, you've set up your life to do what you love, but not everybody has that opportunity. But I would suggest that if you're not working on things you love, at least some percentage of the time, mm -hmm. make it a quest for yourself to try to monetize a little bit something you love, or don't give up the things you love so you can do more of the things you hate just right. for money. Cause you know, it's the cliche, life is short, but obviously you, you need to have money to do certain things that you might not do. You didn't need the money. Right, but, yeah. it's a, but a weird one is to, to set up a, like a professional recording studio. Like if money wasn't a thing. Yeah, mm. but then you'd have to get clients for it. Well, right? if money is not a thing, right? I just can't have, I, I just yeah. have, I That's just can't. True. What would have you do? It. Would you make music? Your own yeah, music? Yeah, probably music, podcast, and everything. Just create something fun mm -hmm. and something experimental. Okay, Joe, let me ask you a question. You can do that down here. Why don't you just. Yeah, just set up a studio set down up here. A studio. professional yeah. studio. I don't know. Like, no, I'm like, serious. We have, a, we have a room down here yeah. that's empty that yeah. you can make a professional studio mm -hmm. in. Let's buy all the bring all my equipment here. Yeah. Everything's here. Why yeah. not? Yeah. yeah. And then how come more people don't do this? You like, you, you can make music, right? You could sample stuff. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so take your favorite songs, sample them, and Lord, take a you know, take a YouTube course on how to blend samples together so they sound like in sync with each other. And then use auto-tune so that your voice is in perfect harmony. Mm -hmm. And then you can make music. How come everybody just doesn't make music? Well, no, you don't really need any musical talent. Yeah, no, everyone likes music, right? Everybody yeah. loves listening to music. Yeah. So that's the difference between love listening to music and love and love creating music. Mm. I love watching a movie, but I'm not sure if I love creating movies. That's true. You know what I mean? Like I like some people they love reading books, but they might not love writing, writing books. It. Yeah. Well, actually, that's an interesting thing. So I always thought, you know, it's it was good for my kids to watch TV when they were little because that gets them exposed to many many stories and it gets them potentially good at storytelling. So do you think observing something, even if you're not passionate about it? Makes you better at understanding that topic for sure. Yeah, like I, I like mean, if you I, watch a basketball game, do you think you will slightly, ever so slightly, improve a basketball? At least for me, yes. So I'm uh, what? What do you call like you? I learn by watching things, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're even, visual, yeah, visual. visual. So, so let's say if I want to play basketball, I will watch a bunch of basketball game, and then I will visual myself doing some sort of move for the basketball team like during the basketball game and then try it out on the court and see if it works or not. Yeah, I'm definitely like that. And, you know, while watching movie, yeah, I, I learned by observing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like we watched The more Equalizer. Not than auditory, more visual. We watched The Equalizer last night and basically in wanna, nine seconds I could kill the both of you. I want to <laughs> just be an MMA, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, at least you know the concept. Like maybe because I, I, 
I relate everything to physics. So anything that's physical, I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. How why it is work this way? So those are Dushka Zapata's questions to get to know someone better. Yeah, um, and great. she she concludes it with, you know, this is like a kind of a blog post. She cl- concludes it with, and uh, and she says, and of course, before we go any further, do you love me? So so that's what she would ask someone if to get to know them better. But then she says <laughs> she's just kidding. But I think that's actually yeah. a reason that would be if you're on a date. That is a fun question to ask at the end. First day would be creepy though. That no, is no, 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 no. But that's day. if yeah. you that's if you say it seriously. Like I really need to know if you love me already. <laughs> like that that would be that would be creepy. But if you kind of do it like in, in this priming sort of way, mm. where you kind of like set the bar the bar really high, but like in this art this kind of humorous way, then that kind of primes the date. And right. is it, it? We've talked about this. I think. I forgot who we talked about this. It's basically a manipulation tactic to kind of ask that in a joking way. Oh, oh was it? Bill that's Petit? not good. Might have been, but it might have been someone else. I think it was. I feel like it was more recent. So don't do that because a manipulation. That's ugh. It's more. It, it's not so just, much of manipulation. It it's it's the same as like I think was it the anchor bias? Like yeah, let's it's, say it's you go to anchor into, bias. Yeah, yeah, you go into the you go into a uh, negotiations and they're like, oh, how much money do you want for this mm-hmm. product? You're like, oh, maybe fifty million. But yeah, yeah just, joking, uh, just, joking. just joking. Yeah, yeah. So it's like anchor bias. Alone. Right. Like if you do that seriously, they would think you were weird or yeah, stupid. Yeah. But if you're just like making it as a joke, they take it as a joke. They forget about it, but it really just sort of anchors them at a high number without yeah. them necessarily realizing it. So it's a mm-hmm. good sales slash negotiation technique. Yeah. But uh, what, okay, I'm going to ask you guys this question. I'm sure you guys, this is like the common questions. I think we've, we talk about this in, uh, in other episodes, but uh, if there's one person you can have lunch with, who would you have? Like dead or alive? Robin. <laughs> You're so funny. Robin's sitting there, Robin's watching. I don't know, I don't like having lunch with people. Hmm. Like lunch and talk to them. Um, I think it would be... Um, Alexander the Great. Really? Uh, Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He was like, just such a young. So I, 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 I feel him? like he would just like, say, "Okay, now I'm going to invade Persia." And I'm I don't know. I just want to know what was he women. thinking, and how at such a young age, how he was able to just take over all these countries and beat. Like, was he scared? Was he like? Okay. Where did he get his what what, what his what, confidence? One questions that you were asking. Like I want to know how he felt so confident. What made him feel that he could do what he did hmm. at this at that age? Well, it's like, that's pretty amazing. His, his father, Philip of Macedonia, obviously mm-hmm. was a strong king as well. So probably he got a lot of confidence from that. Yeah. And his teacher, by the way, was Aristotle, yeah. like the most famous philosopher ever. So Aristotle probably but he was like, gave what? How old was he? When nice. He, 16, I thought. I thought it was 16. Oh, was it 19? 16, I don't know. And he died, he died pretty young, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I guess I would want to have lunch with someone like Buddha to see if they were the real deal. Like if it was mm-hmm. real or if I felt there was, if I sent some kind of BS there. I mean, all the self-help gurus have some sort of BS, right? Even like Queen Elizabeth would be fun to talk to. Like everything that she experienced. Mm. That's funny. So you like someone with like a military thing to talk well, about? Well, just... To understand, first of all, someone that's old. Okay, so Alexander the Great wasn't old, but someone that has really experienced like real world experience, like that have controlled and 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 conquered and the world. (laughs) I I, I don't know. I think it's so interesting. Look, I feel like we've had the most interesting people alive on this podcast among the fifteen hundred podcast guests that we've had. Yeah. Uh, so I've already done it. We've already had lunch with. What 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 about people that are dead though? Yeah, I, I don't I don't really want to have lunch with any of them. <laughs> any, I, any of those people. I think I want any to dead have, people. I want to have lunch with uh, Genghis Khan or Hitler. Well, oh, you're gonna have lunch with Hitler. Genghis Khan would be interesting. Yeah. Well, because like like you know like so let's say if you have lunch with like superhero or like people that are, like really kind-hearted like you know you know you already know their motive right yeah because they want to help people their selflessness you know but like what about hitler and Genghis Khan? what what drives them to what about do sun tzu but it would be but, cool to talk to but i yeah. feel like we would know what they would say like like hitler would basically say he was driven by i mean hitler was driven by power and by german nationalism like he felt mm. germany was the greatest 
race of all and that it should it should work, rule the world and that the source of all of Germany's problems were Jews. And so you got to kill all the Jews. But who, he was Jewish, Kingston? so... Yeah. Yeah. No, but he... Who knows? We, we don't really know. But what it. about Genghis Khan? But Genghis Khan Gen- Gen- is very Gen- different, Genghis right? Khan was interesting in the sense that he understood... Not, it wasn't important Strategy. just to conquer everybody. Like He had this need to have his seed spread everywhere. He basically raped every woman he encountered, which is why we're all descendants from Genghis Khan. So, not you guys, right? He didn't, he didn't cross the ocean, did he? No, but Genghis Khan, he raped like thousands of people. So yeah. you, every, everybody's not? got, Genghis Khan is an ancestor, essentially. Everybody in Europe and Asia. I tried. Not according to my DNA. Yeah, not according to my DNA. I have no Mongolian in my DNA. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Me either. All right, then I guess he didn't rape enough people. William <laughs> the Conqueror I'm related to. Really? William the Conqueror? Who is that? But you know, Genghis Khan is much longer than that, than this. So you might, your DNA yeah, might not. The, those are the only, your DNA that's might not the only conqueror it. I'm related to. That it I might know. be like one ten thousandth of your DNA, mm. so it would be too small to recognize. Mm, I don't know. But you like, you, do you have no, any Asian? You have Asian <laughs> I definitely have Asian. I, I was hoping that I have some Dutch in me, but apparently I did not. It's all Asian. Oh, I guess because the Dutch were the first to reach out to... Not reach out, but like they conquered. <laughs> really, yeah, they <laughs> no, no, like... but Marco Polo in the 1200s would trade with yeah. China. Yeah. So, okay, that's 10 or so questions that you should ask to get to know people better. I totally stole this content from Dushka Zapata's Facebook page, but you should check out all her questions and answers on Quora. She really writes really great. Thanks, Robin. Thanks, Jay. And it's fun. We'll do more. Yeah, we should we'll do, do more. more. Should be like an IG live or something. Yeah. Let's do it. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.